Welcome to It's News to Us. We got a hell of a show tonight. We're all going to die. That's right. We're going to tell you why. Also, <laughs> we have a comedian uh, from Mad TV, Ari Spears. Ari Spears. Ari You keep getting Spears. his name wrong. I'm so sorry. I'm Canadian. Yes, you are. So sorry. I'm so Ladies, sorry. Ladies, come in life. You guys give us options. And then when we choose the option that doesn't best suit you, you take away the f***ing options. Like, fellas, you ever take your lady out to a nice restaurant? They got indoor seating and outdoor seating. You go, hey, babe, where you want to sit? I don't care. You pick. All right, let's sit outside. Why you want to sit outside? It's cold outside. It's news to us with Eddie and Jason. And Chris is here. Hello, Chris. Look at that. Glad to have you. Your your mic might be a little bit off. I'll fix it in a second if it is. But uh, what if I? There you go. All right. Okay. There you go. Uh, so yeah, Ari Spears is going to be calling in from Ari TV. Ari Spears. Ari so. Spears. I'm that so sorry. Right. Ari Spears. We well, can, we're gonna we're well, gonna ask. We can, that could be our first question. How yeah. do you say your name? Because well, welcome to this professional show. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> how, how do I do my job? That's my first question for you. I, hey, I did ask the question, and you uh, apparently told me wrong. So, Mr. Spears, tell us about the economy. <laughs> yeah, we're, he's. We're going to get into all the uh, the nitty gritty about uh, uh, Medicare for all with him and its feasibility. On the, is it? Can we pay for it? I think he's the authority on this, right? Is it Medicare for all or Medicare for all? I I don't know. I don't know. But uh, so that should be fun. I don't think we've have we had a comedian on the show yet, Jason. I mean, besides us, no. I know that we did try to book the the impractical jokers on the show once. And they said, uh, no, we're not going to let the impractical jokers come on your show because you haven't interviewed any comedians. Oh, well, check that off the box. And now I'm going to go back. I'm going to circle back and be like. Aries Spears, bitches. Sorry to get into your in the way of true TV. Yeah. You know. And who are these impractical jokers anyways? They think they're so goddamn funny. They are pretty funny. Yeah, they are, yeah. Yeah. I enjoy <laughs> it. I can see us doing something like that. They're jackass light. Yeah. Exactly what they're, we would be. Like middle-aged yeah. jackass. Is what it, it, exactly, yeah. yeah. We don't want to get hurt. But nothing, nothing that involves any serious hip movement uh right you got a bad hip now don't you yeah no no how are you guys doing by the way before we jump in to how, why jason's gonna tell us why we're gonna die in we're all gonna die but so yeah, considering okay? that i'm doing pretty good you're doing okay yeah chris you're doing all right i'm all right yeah you're hanging in there yeah we're in right. flannel okay yep oh uh since you brought up my flannel, I'm seeing Pearl Jam in Phoenix in oh, April. Oh, that's pretty awesome. That's yeah. huge. Yeah. How'd you get that? Thanks for the invite. What no, a dick. It's my uh, brother-in-law. He had a ticket. So, what a dick. Thanks for, uh, your hey, we're going to go to Arizona to see Pearl Jam. You want to come? No, no, nothing. No. Yeah. Cricket. Instead, he goes Pick with it up his, with him. Well, he's going with his brother-in-law. It looks a lot like Chris Kattan. No. I oh. technically uh no he my brother in law. No, no, not uh, not, not my that one. sister's husband, my oh, your wife's. wife's sister's baby daddy. <laughs> I don't know. And which uh and failed, which failed SNL cast member does he look like? Uh none of them. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. All right, Jason, why are we gonna die? The dirty deeds. An in-depth look at this week's most important stories. Why are we going to die? We'll we'll get Ari Spears on the line here, but first Jason has to tell us why we're going to die. Well, we've all heard about uh, the coronavirus, the new form of the coronavirus. You know what goes great with the coronavirus? Oh, God, shut the fuck up. Lyme disease. Do not do that, you (laughs) fuck. That was good. No, it wasn't. That was terrible. I like it. You hack. You're a comedian hack. Twist of Lyme disease. A twist of Lyme disease. You're a hack. I don't care. I didn't say it was an original joke coming. I just said, you know, it goes good with the I told you not to do it. I told you no. And you still did it. Well, why are we going to die? I know. Are you going to strangle me? <laughs> <laughs> What's Radio gonna... first. Yeah. Coronavirus. You're really afraid about the of the coronavirus. Aren't you? I mean, think about it. I'm not. I In just, the last 30 you know, days, the death toll has climbed to almost 1,900 people globally. How many people have died from the flu this year? 
400,000 approximately. <laughs> That's the common flu and only like less than 2,000 of the this coronavirus. This disease has only been around for like 60 days. Okay. And? I'm just saying, two. it has a mortality rate of 2%. The flu is less than half a percent. But, yeah. the, I mean, if you're elderly or really young, exactly. that's where we're in the sweet spot where viruses don't kill us quite yet. Anyway. I get pneumonia just so I don't have to go into work. Yeah, the coronavirus sounds like a great excuse to catch up on uh, on billions on Showtime. <laughs> so the global number of confirmed You're coronavirus cases <laughs> uh, has exceeded 73,000 uh, people with the, uh, like I said, in the last, like, what, four or five weeks? Okay. So it's spreading quickly. 19 countries in the world have confirmed cases of the virus, including uh, China, obviously, the United States, Australia, Russia. Mother Russia. You know what's scary about uh, in China? Belgium. I mean, it got to Belgium. How did that happen? Oh, man. Well, if you're in China and say you're, People you're, live you, uh, you live in an apartment building and one of your neighbors gets the coronavirus, they lock down the building. And they don't even care if you have enough food to survive. They just <laughs> are locking people, quarantining. Yeah, it's pretty, it's, it's pretty crazy. It is, yeah. So uh, the World Health Organization actually officially named uh, this the latest coronavirus that we're speaking of. It's called the CODIV-19. CODIV. I don't know. It's not that's as, an a, yeah, it's not I SARS. Like, I like coronavirus better. It's a little more catchy. Well, you know, it's interesting. Coronavirus, there's many viruses. Uh, that's just like the family, not a specific virus. Little yeah. fact. A oh, little ditty. Now oh, I yeah. get it. Mm. It's the lime, corona, I get it. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> the, this latest disease is from the same family as SARS and MERS. You guys all remember uh, the SARS epidemic. I yeah. do. We're full, uh, full on Blade Runner. You know what okay. was interesting is I was... Uh, when uh, looking up the information for this story, I I referenced the CDC, you know, Centers of Disease Control. Oh, yes. I remember them well from Outbreak. Right. Yeah. You know, they're not Dustin Hoffman, but uh, when they said that they had an official uh, name, they uh, referred the announcement to Twitter, to the World Health Organization's Twitter page. Okay. I uh, thought that was kind of interesting. Like, like, just stop for a minute. A government-funded agency is referring people for an official statement to Twitter. Yeah, that's like, the world that is, we live in. That is the world. Like, what's happening right now? Like, Twitter is like where we do official that's announcements. A, I mean, that's where we do all of our foreign policy with the president. So I know. You, and it's fucking that creeping me out a little bit. Yeah. Chris, what's your immediate reaction? <laughs> We're full Blade Runner. <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> It means we're all the way to later. Are you a replicant or not? That's the big question. We'll never find out, though. Yeah, we'll, ne- we'll never know. It's, it's, I don't it, even. I don't want to know. It's ambiguous. Frankly. All I yeah. know is my junk works. That's all that matters to me. But it might not. Yeah, you. Yeah, it, I, uh, could explain right. some fertility issues I've been having. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. Yeah. So, like other coronaviruses, the latest viruses, uh, the origins. Uh, have come from animals. Many are. Yeah. So how did this whole thing start? Wasn't weren't people like eating bats or something? I mean, I, I don't. Know, know. Yeah, something, something like that. Something. They're, 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 I think they've uh, pinpointed to like a market in a province in China. It was it, it was like a Costco the, over there, or what was it? Hubei it, province. It's like an open Costco, open air Costco is like what open I like air the, Costco. That yeah. sounds very Californian. <laughs> they're new age. So uh, the people were eating bats, though, right? I thought and they're they're into Eastern medicine. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's uh, people are eating things they shouldn't be eating. Although are bats good? I, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's from. I'm bats. hearing a lot of cultural judgment from uh, Eddie's side of the table. Right people now. should not be eating. I bats. mean, that's pretty standard. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. You should not expect anything less from or more from him. Yeah, the cultural understanding stops here, folks. That's always been our motto on this show. Your motto. Um, but seriously, uh, it came from it came from eating eating these animals that were infected with and the t- disease, or right? touching the animals. They Just touching, not eating. Yeah. yeah. So, so why are people petting bats? No, the bats. It's an open air market, so the bats are crapping oh. on other. What I've heard recently is the bats are crapping on 
a second animal and then that animal is mutating it and then we're getting it from that other animal so which the, we haven't yet identified okay so this is all stemming from fecal matter being ingested by well we don't know for sure they okay. don't know they don't know i mean this is a fresh virus fresh they don't know specifically get um, where fresh. it's coming from which animal or i'm probably know, the sources of this probably immune to coronavirus because i ingested fecal matter in mexico so i assume i have immunity now that was fecal a crazy matter. that was a crazy date night yeah I uh I I don't know the I didn't think I was going to like it and I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I the uh I when I was traveling last week there were a lot of people in the airport with the masks on. Yeah. Were you one of them? Uh no. Oh. No. I just uh Old Blade Runner. I was yeah just eating a cheeseburger there on the airplane with no wrapper or anything and you know just right there on the tray. Cool story, um, bro. Yeah. Oh, well, to, <laughs> to kind of put it in perspective for everyone, uh, we all remember the SARS outbreak back in the, the 2000s. We're pretty old. People might not. Yeah, I don't well, remember that. In 2002, SARS was the, a virus and, you know, the, the, the sky is falling. Um, yeah. You know, headlines were, were happening. That uh, pandemic infected more than 8,000 people and killing 750 Back in my day, coronavirus, so we're talking, we called that SARS. SARS, SARS, SARS uh, only infected 8,000 people. We're talking 10 times as many already. Okay, and you're really days. afraid of this. Is I'm like, not really afraid of oh, it. Oh, okay. I was just trying to do, you know, you're just a trying to, job at marketing. and uh, You're marketing for the coronavirus contain, now. Contain the listeners so they uh, wanted to stay and you know, intrigue them. So yeah. Their, their, their curiosity would, uh, you just wanted to scare the shit out of people. Uh, pneumonia. Yeah. I don't know, but the flu, get your flu shot. If you haven't yet, I would say that is probably the best thing you could do. Even though this doesn't, uh, the flu shot doesn't protect you against this, but the flu is really bad this season. Second wave coming back too. And that's killing more people. So it takes two weeks for the flu shot to, uh, start working so there's still time i didn't know this was a psa for the flu shot yeah big flu we, shot are, over yeah, here yeah. are we are big, we being paid by that are we sponsored by the flu shot it's taking <laughs> a big pharma kickback from uh ei lily yep cha-ching i just made several hundred thousand dollars or something lily e something what's the moral of the story here with the coronavirus jason oh, oh, jesus christ i have so much more to get to it's so loud I, I think, uh, you know, for the most part, um, like you said, only uh, vulnerable uh, people will should worry about this. So if you're healthy, then you're fine. If you're not healthy, watch your back. <laughs> watch your back. <laughs> that coronavirus <laughs> might sneak up on and you. And I think the impact on the world economy, like we, we haven't seen it yet, but the fact that China's basically shut down um, and their citizens are quarantined, like 60 million people were quarantined and weren't allowed to leave their homes. Well, we do need to get That's to our guest. Huge. Anything? What, what are the final thoughts? Because we have to get our guests on the line. He's, he doesn't want Eddie, to you're an away. insensitive man. Our, I am being sensitive of our guests. You're being very insensitive. Let's get to this guest. Yeah. yeah. So what's the moral of the story? I just here? told you you're insensitive. We're all going to die. We're all going to die. That's the moral of the story. Uh, Just so wash your hands. We'll be right back. Here we go. All right. It's news to us. We're back here live on Adobe Radio with our guest calling in here. Aries Spears. You know him, of course, from Mad TV. He's doing a big stand-up tour as well, playing at the Denver Improv this weekend. Uh, just to name uh, one of the many dates. Uh, Aries, how are you doing? I'm good, man. How you doing? Doing pretty good. We were just talking about the coronavirus just before you came on uh, the air with us. Are, now, you travel a lot for stand-up. Are you afraid of the coronavirus? <clears throat> no, not at all. I think, uh, I don't know, I think this is people being over the top. You know, I see all these people with these surgical masks on, but at the end of the day, if you ain't got hand sanitizer, you're touching everything. So I just think this is a case of people going nuts for no reason. I, I couldn't agree with you more. Now, real quick, though, didn't uh, the U.S. government just uh, tell Purell, like the leading manufacturer of hand sanitizing, that they can no longer say kills germs that are caused by the flu? 
They did? They, yeah, they're no longer able to say that because it, it's not proven. So hand sanitizer may not save your life, in fact. Ooh. Well, you, you know, listen, you, there's no guarantee that you're going to get uh, AIDS from unprotected sex, but why take the gamble? Right. Nah, I'm just saying we well, can't put all our eggs in the basket with hand sanitizer. Are, are you one of those guys? You, you, you just got to keep it as safe as you can based on however, however you think you can. I, I just don't get scared that easily, so I think I'm going to be all right. I think you'll be fine, too, to yeah, be honest. I think you'll be all right. Now, when you're, when you're on tour, are you one of these guys that's constantly washing your hands and using the Purell to make – I mean, because you have to be healthy. You have to get up on that stage every night. No, I, I, I like I said, I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty good on all that. It doesn't really shake me like that. So, uh, no, I just keep living my life the way I live it and go by my normal routine. Okay, have you ever had an issue like where you were supposed to get up on stage and you weren't feeling well? Well, you know, sometimes that could depend on the city I'm in. Sometimes, you know, depending on the city I'm in, uh, it's not always motivating. But no matter how you feel, you got to still be a professional and do what you got to do. At the end of the day, as long as I'm having fun doing what I'm doing, I'm good. Are you having fun? Is that, let's ask you that question. Are you? Are you? How are things? I mean, I, I grew up watching you on Mad TV and. The the show ended what in twenty sixteen or so is that correct? So not too long ago. How, what have you been doing since then? I'm on the road touring right now. You know, when I go to places like Miami, mostly anywhere in Florida, Vegas. Like I just hosted the AVN Porn Awards for Showtime for the second time. Oh, cool! Like a paid vacation. Oh man, that's got to be a fun gig. Anything crazy happen? A lot, but if I told you, I'd have to kill you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, fair enough, man. I can only imagine what that's like. But so you were you started with Mad TV back in season three, and that was in 1997. So you were you right. were on the show for nearly 20 years, and uh, no, how, no, no, right? no, I, was, I wasn't on that long. I, I had oh. about an eight year run. Eight year run. Right. Okay, yeah. eight year run. Okay. That's what I thought. Uh, fire our intern for putting that here. Get rid of him. All right. Uh, I did that. That was my mistake. Uh, so that's cool, man. Uh, so eight years and a lot of iconic moments on the show. I do remember you doing uh, a really awesome impression of Bill Cosby. That was one of my favorites. That, that, now, Bill Cosby, did he ever reach out to you when you were an up-and-coming comedian? I know that he's kind of known for, he was known for giving a lot of up-and-comers advice. Did Bill Cosby ever reach out to you? <clears throat> no, I don't think I came up in the right era. I think I was way too young before Bill Cosby could have ever found out who I was. I, I mean, you know, from a standpoint being that he's an icon comedically, I would have loved to have gotten that call. But no, I never I never got that chance. I mean, knowing what we know about him now, did, uh, does that change your opinion of Bill Cosby? It doesn't change his body of work. Uh, he's still great. He still did a, a tremendous amount of work <clears throat> comedically and artistically that's supposed to be admired. Uh, wh- how you feel about him as a human, uh, that's a separate conversation. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Uh, but uh, so when when you actually um, when you, when you guys wrapped up on Matt, you're there towards the very end of Matt TV, right? Or was it uh, yeah. just a few more? Yeah, so- towards the, well, I mean, I did like I said, I did eight years. I think the show in its entirety did about fourteen years. Yeah, you were on it for quite some time. It, it, so why did that show fall apart, man? I, I that was one of my favorite shows to watch growing up, especially and. Uh, just so many funny things. Uh, why, what, where do you think uh, it took a wrong turn? Well, I mean, you know, anything that sticks around long enough, you're going to hit highs and lows. I mean, Saturday Night Live has been around for 40-plus years, and they've had highs and they've had lows. But uh, I think it's hard to be around for a long existence and eventually not hit a rough patch. And maybe had the show stayed on another 10 years, it could have figured out its ebb and flow. But I just think it probably reached its course cre- creatively. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I guess that makes sense. Uh, maybe they should have stuck with it a little bit longer. I think they tried to revive it on CW kind of recently, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Were you part of that uh, reunion that they had? Yeah, I, I, did, I, did a, I did a cameo episode. I know a lot of the veteran cast members came back and did cameo episodes. Oh, that's fun. That's cool. What, what did you think of that new cast? You know what? They had a lot of potential. Uh, you know, unfortunately, TV has a lot of rules and boundaries so you know uh comedy today isn't being done like it was back in the 90s and years prior so uh they had a lot stacked against them but i thought they were a very talented cast with a lot of potential 
Yeah, I mean, uh, it, speaking of that, I mean, comedy has changed a lot. The, some of the stuff that you used to be able to get a, away with, you really can't do these days, or they say you can't. I mean, are there topics that you won't touch that you used to you know, talk about? Well, I'm, I've always been Floridian with my comedy. I stand my ground. So despite what's going on right now, I'm old school. Yeah, you have a, a, a bit about uh, people with Down syndrome. And I I can't even say the word because we'll get uh, hate mail here, but like you don't right. you, you don't mind. Uh, I mean, it's a funny bit, but you don't you don't uh, you're just going to stand your ground with this stuff. How do you think audiences react to you? you ever get like people standing up and yelling at you and 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 saying you're insensitive? Yeah, I mean, of course you do. But great comedy challenges people, uh, and at the end of the day, it's a comedy show. So just like you pay money for a movie ticket and you expect a certain uh, type of performance, you should do the same in comedy. It's a live performance. It's unpredictable. And good comedy makes people uncomfortable. All the great ones have done it. Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy, George Carlin, Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. We've had to like kind of change the way we've done things on this show over the years just because, you know, uh, we're not as brave as you are. But <laughs> thanks. I mean, that's cool that you're, you're sticking to it and you're just... Uh, you know, you're you're out there saying what you want to say. It's it's freedom of speech, freedom of expression. If people want to come to your shows, they can come to your shows. If they don't want to go to your shows, they don't have to. Beauty of America, right? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, how many dates are on this uh, stand-up tour? Uh, I know I'm booked up from now to the end of the year, so uh, pretty wow. much almost every week. Is it, That's got to get exhausting. Yeah, but, you know, when you love what you do, it's not work. And most of the time, it's not work. So it's 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 a good it's a good love relationship. Well, is it kind of like a drop in situation? You just fly in and leave, or are there any of these cities that you really like to hang out in? Unfortunately, I don't get the chance to because my schedule is so busy that I only get a couple days rest when I get back to L.A. and then I'm back out on the road. So I'm pretty much on the grind. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's too bad. You can't hang out more in uh, in some of these cities. Is there a favorite club that you have uh, in uh, in the United States? I loved I, I love the DC Improv. I love a lot of the clubs on the East Coast, Helium and Philly. Uh, you know, even though I like you know Portland, uh, Helium as well. You know, I got my favorite spots in, in every spot of the country. Uh, cool. Now uh, on social media. Um, you're, you're pretty active on your Instagram. I, you don't seem to tweet too much unless I, I had the wrong Twitter account, but I, on your Instagram, you're, you're constantly putting your opinion out there. And I really liked what you had to say about, uh, that, uh, piece of shit rush Limbaugh getting the medal of freedom the other day. Uh, do you, so you, you put your opinions right out there. On, I'm, I'm assuming it's a lot like your stand up comedy where you like to, you know, just say what's on your mind and stand your ground. But do you ever get these crazy Trump supporters coming after you on socials? Yeah, you know, but you get crazy people on all of, on all of this stuff. You know, again, we live in such a delicate time that no matter what you say, someone has an you know an opposition opinion towards it. So uh, that stuff is inevitable. Well, that's cool that you put it out there. As as we kind of get closer to the election, do you see yourself becoming a little bit more political? I don't know. I'm like sports. I take what the defense gives me. So politically, whatever they give me, I'll roll with if it's worthy of wor- rolling with it. You use that stuff on stage sometime, or you just reserve that for your Instagram? It depends. You know, uh, you, you know, whatever your gut tells you on where to put it at is where you put it at. Yeah, I mean, it's just so crazy what's going on right now. I mean, how do you? I mean, I don't think you can avoid the whole uh, Trump thing, right? I mean, you kind of have to address it a little bit, right? Of course, why not? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, is it, I mean, is it, is it hard to be funny while talking about politics? You know, again, you know, I don't mean to keep beating a dead horse, but at the end of the day, you know, we live in a sensitive time. So matter, no matter what you talk about, people are going to have an opposition to, but at the end of the day, funny is money. So as long as you're just trying to do your job as a comedian and make people laugh, uh, you can't worry so much about the outside noise. Yeah. Okay. That, that makes sense. So, uh, getting off the politics thing, though, we we talk about a lot of politics on this show, but we'll give it a little rest for now. But uh, you do have—I thought it was cool—you have your own mobile 
app game. Can you tell us more about that? It's movie madness. Well, that, that's 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 not ready. That's not ready to be exposed yet. Oh, I don't want to. I don't, don't want to bring that out until it's where it needs to be. Did we get insider information on that? How do we know that? That's as soon as I, as soon as I get it, you'll be the first call I make. All right, cool, cool. Uh, but is there anything you can tell us about it? Not at all. Not at this point. All right. Uh, well, we'll look forward to that. And uh, that's that's a good thing to get in on the mobile app thing. So good luck to you there. Hope it works out. Thank you. I appreciate that, man. So you can uh, catch Aries Spheres in Denver. He's going to be at the Improv this weekend. More tour dates at AriesSpheres dot com. And uh, of course, you have a podcast as well that you're doing. Yeah, the podcast is called Spheres and Steinberg. Uh, it's available through iTunes, Apple, Google Play, Spotify, Amazon, or Spearsburg dot com. And for all the fans, you can always DM me in my Instagram under Aerie Spears, and I'll send you the direct link. All right, cool. Well, well, be safe out there on the road. Don't get that coronavirus. And uh, you, uh, you have yourself a good rest of your evening, too. And uh, thanks for coming on the show. We appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me. All right, bye. There he is, Aries Spears. <laughs> And, uh, all right, we will be uh, back here on It's News to Us. Jason, did you want to get to more of the coronavirus? No, okay. I don't. No, no, I think we... You're we done nailed, there. We're, we done, <laughs> we're done. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, on this show, um, you, some people say that we are uh, uh, flaming liberals, Jason. Really? Sometimes they say that to us. Mm. So just to prove that we can play both sides... Let's expose Michael Bloomberg when we, when we come back. All right. I'll so tell you everything that's wrong about a Democrat candidate. How about that? Is that fair? Well, is he a Democrat, though? We'll find that's out. That's the big question. We'll be right back. It's news to us. All right. We're back here. It's news to us. Uh, follow us on Twitter. It's news to us. Uh, so Michael Bloomberg, Michael, Michael Bloomberg, Eddie's favorite. Um, you know, we want to talk about this guy a little bit. He is running for for president. He is a presidential candidate running on the Democrat side. And on the show, we do tend to do a lot of Trump bashing. We we talk about how we don't like the Republicans, but I think that it's only fair that we talk about Michael Bloomberg and, and I'll tell you the reasons why I don't like him. I don't know how you guys feel about Michael Blum, Bloomberg, Bloomberg, however the fuck you say his name. Is it Blum it's or Bloom? Bloom. I've heard him say Blum before, though. Well, he's not speak. He, he doesn't know how to speak. So in uh, in 1990. So by the way, Michael Bloomberg, we'll tell you about him in a second and give you some more background information on him. But in 1990, some employees at his uh, company, they put out this book. They published this little book as like a gag called the portable Bloomberg, the wit and wisdom of Michael Bloomberg. And in it, it contains a bunch of quotes from Michael Bloomberg that are sexist, crude and off color remarks. I'm going to read you some of those. Uh, for example, if women quote, if women wanted to be appreciated for the brains, they'd go to the library instead of Bloomingdale's. That's one of Michael Bloomberg's quotes. So I'll give you more of his quotes in just a second. But uh, who is Michael Blumberg? I'm going to tell I'm going to say it from now on. Jason, who is this guy? Michael uh, Blumberg. This guy is uh, buying his way to becoming a presidential candidate. That's who this guy is. Let's He's break that down. Former mayor well, of what? New York City. Former mayor of New York City. Yes. When you say he's buying his way, let's break that down. Talk about it just a little bit because he's spending two billion dollars to get elected b two billion dollars that might seem like a lot but he's worth 60 billion and two billion dollars is how much interest he makes on that 60 billion per year isn't that sickening yeah so he's just spending his interest earned for one year or accrued not even really earned money. for one year for one year that's a pretty good interest return though it really is and so it, you need it, to figure out his tax guy yeah they say that the average American is worth about $97,000 like net worth. So if you, if you're worth $97,000 net worth, that's like you spending $3 and 20 cents to get elected president. What are you spending think, 2 billion real quick? Let's play a game. What do you think? I my think net worth is right there. I did the math. What do you think my net worth is? 
What do you think your net worth is? Yeah. Let's play a fun game here. This is a scary game. I don't know. Uh, you, you're going to tell us what your net worth is. I have no idea what my net worth is. What's the why? How could we? I mean, right? Like that's if you liquidated all your assets, that's like what you're worth, right? Like, yeah, if you, if it's, you it's everything, your everything, savings account, your retirement, your, uh, your car, car, everything. Yeah. Is this pre debt or after debt? Cause I might be underwater. It's a, uh, no yeah. debt is after debt. No, this is, uh, yeah, yeah. It, it includes debt. It includes debt. Yeah. So what is your college loans? All of it. Oh, you trying to think of what your net worth is? I'm trying. I might be might be breaking even. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm underwater. Are you? <laughs> yeah. How about you, Eddie? I mean, we're I just, mean, just I, as a perspective I I, here. I have like a life savings. Well, it's like a retirement account. If I were to count that, I might have. Oh, like, I forgot about my retirement account. Yeah, you have to. Re- Fuck yeah! You have to count your retirement account. Hell yeah! I'm good. If I count that, I might have like $10,000, but then if I add my debt, it's probably, yeah, it's not existent. (laughs) (laughs) So just perspective here, folks. And we're not, we're not uncommon people. Isn't that sad? I should, we should all have way more money right now at this stage of our lives. It's really terrible. I mean, we can get in, you know, we can get into more of that but yeah that is <laughs> i always leave here feeling better than i did coming in yeah it's pretty bad right like i mean some of that uh david in australia money he got that big settlement yeah. david if you're listening was that for falling in the thing yeah he fell in the septic <clears throat> tank and it was covered in poop and he got paid for like whole- 10 hours yeah he fell in the uh septic tank and he came out smelling like roses would you guys swim in a vat of your own waste for a couple million Yes. No yeah. question. <laughs> Why are you even thinking about it? Yeah. If I survive. Would yeah. you? Meanwhile, Michael Bloomberg <laughs> is spending two billion dollars like it's nothing. Like it's buying a couple things off of the the uh, Taco Bell menu. It's like nothing. He's like splurging and getting that chalupa supreme. So he's running as a Democrat, but he hasn't always been a Democrat. You don't say. Mm. He's only been a registered Democrat for two years. So when he was mayor of New York City, he was a Republican. But New York City politics is different than the rest of the country because they effectively don't have like the like National Republican Party doesn't have any like foothold because New York's such a liberal uh, uh, stronghold. Like so. Well, to be fair, so Michael Bloomberg, he was a lifelong Democrat, he says, until 2001 when he switched to Republican Party to be to run for mayor of New York. See, there you go. And then he switched to independent and then registered as a Democrat in October of 2018. So, you know what you're saying to me right now? He's a flip flopper. He just goes to whatever serves his own best interest. Right, that's how he gets sixty billion. As as mayor of New York, by the way, he was accused of being racist for his stop and frisk policy, which would stop uh, minorities uh, uh, at an unproportional amount and search them. Police officers would, and t- that people said they felt terrorized by the police. I can I can only imagine being stopped like multiple times a month. Uh, and he he's all for this. And by the way, it was deemed unconstitutional racial profiling and he still continues to support the policy don't like that about him don't like that he also is not for medicare for all what by is the he way. for uh he doesn't have an alternative he just says that medicare for all could uh, never be afforded by the united states bullshit bullshit one thing i like about him he has a uh, gun control is a big uh, priority for him okay i can agree with that but uh anyways what the I don't know. I just the whole the whole guy just rubs me the wrong way. I mean, wasn't it like last buying year? his way into the presidency? Last year he said he wasn't. You know, he wasn't going to run after he did like his. You know, his due diligence. Like you know, there's too many people in the field. I'm not going to run. And then what was it? Back in November, he's like, "Just kidding. I'm running. Here's two billion dollars," and he's just buying up ads everywhere. I mean, weren't you telling me the other night, Eddie, that? You saw a Bloomberg ad uh, right before you watched your porno online? Uh, sure. 
that I wouldn't be awkward. surprised if it's that were to awkward. happen. And also, you know, he is advertising on this station as well. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, I heard an, an ad from Michael oh, Bloomberg no. right here on Adobe Radio. Wow, we <laughs> so, have really sold our sold out, haven't we? But you know what? Whatever. It's Whatever's equal, pays equal, the t- equal time. Yeah, I'm underwater here. I'm <laughs> not gonna go up on a cross. Remember, uh, met, real quick. Remember when you were like in high school? You were all young and like bands would like have their songs in a commercial, like sellouts. Yeah. Now you're like, I'd sell out in a heartbeat. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah, right. It's amazing perspective, right? Like yep. as you get older, you're like, fuck that. Give me the money. Yep. <laughs> well, what what are your guys' feelings on Michael Bloomberg? Like just <laughs> a feeling. What do you feel about this man? You know, I uh he's I'm considering him. You are, okay. I'm seriously even, even considering the, him. Yep. Even what you just heard doesn't bother you. It doesn't not bother me, but uh, what bothers me is Trump. And I just uh, so where the primary contest is at right now, I only see one of two or three scenarios playing out. I think either Bernie runs away with it or there's going to be a uh, contested nomination at the convention, which I think would be a huge disaster. So I'm either going to support Bernie uh, but if Bernie fumbles the uh, the football, then I think the next most uh, plausible candidate, like if Bloomberg, I, but yeah, I don't know. I don't get to see what happens on Super Tuesday because we're voting on Super Tuesday. I mean, so I kind of got to put my chips on the table as before then. So as it stands now, doesn't Mayor Pete hasn't Mayor Pete gathered more delegates than Bernie? Yep. And you're not but, considering Mayor Pete? No, he's. Now what he if, can't America's not ready for a gay president. I'm throwing it out there. I'm not saying I'm not ready. I'm fine with it. That's fine. I'm saying I'm ready to take it there's in. too much homophobia in this country. I don't think right. you would stand it, a chance. It's not gonna happen yet. Although I, I, I bet it'll happen in our lifetimes. But, yeah, I yeah. I uh, that. Um But so with with the Michael Bloomberg essentially buying the presidency that doesn't bother you. Like, so he's like a, this billionaire and he's like, you know what? I'm just going to, by the way, the, uh, the tax policies that Bloomberg supports will, uh, he'll make all of his money back from this $2 billion. He's spending back. He's spending on the, um, on the campaign. He'll make that back in spades over the next couple of years. Cause he doesn't want the, the uh, wealth tax. Yeah. Bernie Sanders does so. So he wants. I'm not saying out. Bloomberg's my guy. I'm just saying you got to do your due diligence. Like uh, you got to research every candidate, right, Eddie? That's yeah, all, that's I'm all, all Chris is saying. That's fine. I'm just He's I, taking I'm, a look. I'm, at I'm just giving the some, enemy of my enemy is my friend. I mean, Bloomberg right? is basically what Trump claimed to be, but exactly. he actually is. Yeah, that's why I think he's a a, a more formidable see, opponent yeah. to Here's, Trump. My yeah. biggest problem with Bloomberg, though, is. We're no better than the, the when I say we're the Democrats are no better than the uh, Republicans when it comes to the moral high ground if they go with Bloomberg because of these quotes we have. He's basically yeah, has what, grabber what, by what the pussy. Moral quotes. high ground. You think that's a grabber by the pussy quote? I don't. There's more. There's more. There's more quotes from Michael Bloomberg. You want to hear these? Sure. All right. You know why computer quote Michael Bloomberg? What year is this? These are from 1990. <laughs> yeah. By the way, for a little context, that was 30 years ago. Different world. Yeah, but in today's day and age, people will dig up your social media history from five years ago, and you can't host the Oscars anymore. That's true. So this is the world we live in. But here's, you can be president. Here's what Michael Bloomberg. That, that said. is the, that's the difference, right? Like you can't hold the uh, host the Oscars if you did something negative. If you do something negative, you can run for president and be elected. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, who's sitting in that office right now? I'm just. Fuck you, know. America. You want to help me out with these quotes? Look what you did. Absolutely. Jason. Don't. I will, though. Okay. All right. Well, we should read some quotes. Let's uh, get some relaxing music going. Here we go. These are actual quotes from Michael Bloomberg. By the way, Richard Cheese, I just got that. Dick Cheese. Dick Cheese. Yeah. Yes. All right, uh, Jason, do you want to do the first sure. one? Sure. Okay. Uh, right. Regarding computers, he, on, uh, he says, uh, quote, you know why computers will never take the place of people? Why? Because a computer would say that the sex of the person giving you a blowjob doesn't matter. I'm Mike Bloomberg, and I approve this message. 
Is that offensive? I don't know what. Yeah, I'm not even entirely I think clear that, what that, that means. That wasn't that's, clear either. That's a homophobic joke. If you look at it, is it? Yeah, he says. Yeah, it's it's homophobe. I don't want. Is it go. homophobic because the sex of the person giving me a blowjob matters? Here's what Michael Bloomberg said about his terminal, the Bloomberg terminal. Quote, it will do everything, including give you a blowjob. I guess that puts a lot of you girls out of business. I'm Mike Bloomberg, and I approve this message. I mean, there are a lot of girls who... On marriage, (laughs) sex with someone, quote, sex with someone you love is sex with someone you love. The pluses are you don't have to buy dinner, and the only thing you catch will with calluses and whenever my wife catches me eyeing some broad she's very careful to turn me to me and say that's the most expensive piece of ass in the world i'm mike bloomberg and i approve this message that's actually pretty funny chris endorses that i feel like chris might be like oh shit maybe i have maybe he's my cup of tea (laughs) has he said anything worse than we've ever said here was michael bloomberg talking about one of his competitors he said his competitor was, quote, a cokehead, womanizing fag. I'm Mike Bloomberg, and I approve this message. Again, this is in 1990, and I'm pretty sure I was dropping hard F swollens at the 2000s. To be fair. To be fair. Something else he said uh, is, quote, make the customer think he's getting laid when he's getting fucked. I'm Mike Bloomberg, and I approve this message. He's a businessman. Yeah. The customer. The customer. He's a businessman. I don't see why you have a problem Is with that. Is that what you think about your customers and your line of business? Absolutely work? not. Make no. sure. Make I also don't own the fucking business. I want you to tell this to your employees. I want you to make sure that the customer thinks he's getting laid when he's actually getting fucked. Say that at your next employee I feel staff like Eddie day. might be a little offended that this isn't pissing you off. I think I'm Mike so, Bloomberg, yeah. and I approve this message. Look, we all know all rich people got rich by cheating. And famous athletes, yeah. I don't trust anybody who has achieved anything in their life, frankly. I think, yeah, you only... (laughs) No, you're right. I I, I feel like you only become a billionaire by cheating out... What about Stephen Hawking? Uh, Well, that man was just smart. What about, uh, what's her name, Greta Thunberg? What has she achieved? Uh, I mean, I like Greta Thunberg in in theory, but... uh, What do you, I mean... She's a little self-righteous. I mean, she's I'm right. Blumberg, and I approve this message. Blumberg. He says Blumberg. I don't know why you're criticizing a teenager. Yeah. What are, Who you? are you, DJT? We have conservative Chris in the house. <laughs> She'd be a lot prettier if she smiled. <laughs> oh. I'm Mike Blumberg, and I approve this message. I'm removing myself from this show right now. <laughs> I don't know that Chris would ultra white right wing on us. We would have changed the show up a little bit uh, this week. Had we known he's supporting Bloomberg. And- <laughs> he's, he's like, all right. Suddenly. Oh, uh, you. you're not. I take that back. That's the, that's the most vile thing I've ever said about you. I apologize. It is. And I accept it. Thank you. Uh, okay. Well, do we have a break? How many breaks have we taken? Not enough. <laughs> not enough. <laughs> Actually, we don't need to break. All right. We're ahead on breaks. All right. Okay, cool. Well, um, what else is going on? <laughs> Did we go, let's, let's, uh, let's, let's get David from in Australia well, on the line. Can I apologize what? to Greta Thunberg real fast? No. Real quick. I'm I did, sorry. I yes. do want to. Uh, it's a comedy We show. did not mention that um, the, the prosecution team from the Roger Stone case all quit last week. Oh, yeah. <sighs> it's so scary. Yeah, maybe we can get to that next week if we want to get back into it. But uh, uh, David in Australia, you're on the air. Hello. Hello. Hey, congratulations. I heard they all fires are contained. Hello. Congratulations. All fires are contained. Hello, boys. Can you hear us? Well, fuck. Hello. Oh, my Lord. We're ghosting <laughs> him live on the air. This is what happens when someone ghosts you. Hello. 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 All right. Okay. My God. Sorry, God, David. Damn it. Hey, God. Okay. So, oh, my what's, fucking God, David, you wanted us to guess your net worth. Oh God. Oh yeah. Going back to that old shit. No. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Take a stab. Okay. Uh, who wants to guess? David's net worth. Yeah. Uh, Twenty thousand. Twenty thousand. Okay. Twenty thousand. Twenty thousand quid. Dollars. 
Australian or U.S.? What's Australian's currency? Australian dollars. Austra- no, U.S. dollars. No. So one of your no dollars will buy about a dollar thirty of mine. Okay, so that's a that's a value right there. That's, all right, there you go. I'm 20, s- I'm still saying twenty k. Twenty k. I'm going to say fifty k. Chris, a million. All right. Chris is the closest. Wow. wow! Good for you. You should sponsor the show. <laughs> you should buy. I will. I will. <laughs> you should just buy all of Adobe while you're at it. Yeah. Uh, I, I, um, yeah, I, I, I was listening in depth, and I was a couple of years ago in that position, and it fucking sucks. But yeah, I'm not in there now. So yeah. Now you you have a whole bunch of money that you've just stashed in the bank, and you're just letting accrue interest. Are you living? Uh, gold, mate. Gold. Gold. Fuck interest. Are you gonna all run, in gold? Are you gonna run for prime minister of Australia and just buy your way in? <laughs> uh, uh, pff, mate, with the way our politics is going at the moment, I probably could. So, oh I, yeah, um, your prime minister's a real nutbag too, isn't he? Yeah, well, when the bushfires were going on and at their peak, he went on a vacation to Hawaii. Maybe he got I the mean, coronavirus. Yeah. Well, yeah the. The hotel he was going to stay at in Australia burned down. What was yeah. he going to do? <laughs> All that smoke. So, I, mean, so you, uh, already- I don't want to smash the coronavirus, but seriously, that I did some research and it's cost Australia $4.2 billion in tourism already. The fires? Well, why, the virus, don't, why, yeah. don't, why don't you stimulate the economy and buy a village? <laughs> <laughs> if only. <laughs> But imagine, imagine, so there's 200 Australians, right, that they're not going to let back into the country. So they've been on a cruise ship that was rejected from six countries. So they're on there for two weeks. They got rejected from six countries, which took, took another two weeks. Then they pet, someone tested positive. So they were out in the middle of the ocean for two weeks while in quarantine. And then we've got 200 Australians going to an isolated military base in Darwin uh, for another two-week isolation. Are you talking about the Diamond Princess cruise ship? Uh, uh, Yes, yes. Oh, hi. We we also had Americans on board, and we just got the the Americans off, but... I'm sorry, you spent how much money to go on a cruise? Oh, shut up, Chris. your vacation for free. You're welcome. (laughs) Boo-hoo. There was like... You said there was only one person that tested positive. There's like 150 now that have tested positive. No, yeah, initially, initially, yeah. Right. So, but yeah, it's yeah. This coronavirus is Escalator. so stupid. You're but stupid. But with, um, <laughs> I wanted to let uh, America know uh, since we had one extreme to the other. So literally, from uh, nine days ago, the rain started, and we, well, I, in four days, got three foot of rain, so almost a meter of rain, which is uh, worth four years of rain, basically. Did you uh, bottle it up? And Yeah, yeah. I I ended up saving, I I don't know how many gallons, but I ended up saving 100,000 liters, which is almost an Olympic swimming pool. So you just have like barrels out? I I have massive like uh, drain tanks on my property. I've got big sales and stuff, but yeah. So try to get as much as humanly possible. Because I'm pretty bleach and pull off the. I'm pretty sure in Denver here, uh, where we were uh, broadcasting from, you're not allowed to collect rainwater here. Really? Yeah, it's property. It's property of the state. (laughs) It's it's a law. We're not allowed to collect. Oh yeah, because oh yeah, all the water rights are insane. Yeah. That is ridiculous. They sell it, they sell it to California. So Welcome to America. Because um, the uh, <laughs> the rain and snow water that collects here in the Rocky Mountains is like the water for like 50% of the country. Not, okay. Oh, God. I, was, I thought you were going to say the West Coast. I was like, we're on the other side of the divide. Which, so. I don't know. Just put a straw in the ocean and shut the fuck up. That's what I don't get. It's a myth so, that you can't uh, drink saltwater, kids. You guys have to DJT. Well, you have to do, like, desalination, so you have to... I'm choking. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a process. <laughs> All right, David, we got we we to run, though, because we're almost out of time. Can I just really quickly tell you a quickly, story? Quickly, 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 Under quickly, quickly. Okay, quickly, quickly. so when Trump uh, tweeted the video of that guy going to the toilet... What, what are you, are you talking, talking about? about? 
So, okay, so he tweeted a video of there was a court proceeding from years and years ago and a guy went to the toilet and the panel is all sitting up there and there's, like, speakers coming out for the mics or whatever and the audience is in there and he's excused himself. He's gone in the toilet and all you can hear is this... (laughs) It made our national news. And we were laughing that the President of the United States was tweeting fart fart jokes. When did that basically. happen? That's so gross. <laughs> Two, three days ago, I reckon. Chris will not yeah, have uh, this. What is it? Uh, oh, maybe uh, yesterday, day before, it, yeah. It, that, besides, it was, it, that was done much better in uh, the Naked Gun movie. I think that's what they were ripping off, right? But the panel, they're pissing themselves laughing, so obviously it's legit. Like, obviously this guy went in and had the squirts, and everyone's having a listen, so... Oh, okay, we're going to have to check that out, because... Yeah, who hasn't had the squirts, though? <laughs> All right, boys, fantastic show. Good to hear from you again, Chris, and uh, I'll uh, speak to you next week. All right. Have a, good do- have a good rest of your week. Sweet. Thanks, boys. Take care. You too. Bye. And before we wrap up the show, uh, I just wanted to play... I, I just unearthed some audio from Michael Bloomberg. Um, here he is talking about this is just released video of Michael Bloomberg explaining how healthcare will bankrupt us unless we deny healthcare to the elderly. Here he is. And if you're bleeding, I'll stop the bleeding. If you need an X-ray, you're gonna have to wait. That's just and all of these costs keep going up. Nobody wants to pay any more money. And at the rate we're going, healthcare is gonna bankrupt us. So not only do we have a problem. And we've got to sit here and say which things we're going to do and which things we're not. Nobody wants to do that. You know, you show up with prostate cancer and you're 95 years old. We should say, go and enjoy. Have a nice day. Live a long life. There's no cure. And you can't do anything. If you're a young person, we should do something about it. Society's not willing to do that. Yeah. What do you think of that stance, Chris? Denying the elderly health care. Denying the elderly or denying a 95-year-old man prostate cancer treatment? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, elderly health. I think if you were to sum it up, he, he's saying his idea is that uh, elderly people should be denied health care if it's not cost effective. If, a, if an older person comes in and they have a terminal disease, why should we pay for that? I think is what he's saying. After a certain age, I think. What's the, the cutoff, do you think? I don't know. Um, that's a tough question. That's someone's loved one. I know. Mm. That's dark. <coughs> so you're, Look at you, you endorse that. No, I can't say I endorse it. I'm Mike Bloomberg, and I approve this message. It's... Uh, Reddy's really offended that you're taking a look at Bloomberg. <laughs> yeah. I think you need to do He's more He's really research. trying to, like... Li- dissuade you live on the show right now. I yeah. am. I am. Yeah. I'm, I'm giving you the evidence, and I'm just trying to see what you do. I with mean, you it. could say that about everyone, though, right? Just given the like facts. Bernie Sanders, right? Why is everyone like? Why is DJT and like, um, what's his name? You're uh, a Bernie bro, aren't you, Eddie? No. <laughs> I'm not a Bernie. No, bro. who's the who's but, the guy? Who's yeah. the guy who's founded Breitbart? God damn it! Why can't I think of his name? Oh, uh, yeah, and it, Steve I, Bannon. Steve Bannon. Yeah. Why are they saying like? Oh, we all have to watch out for Bernie. Like, it seems like they're trying to sell everyone on Bernie. Why is that? Like, doesn't that make you suspicious? Mm-hmm. It makes me suspicious as fuck. Like, Wait, why are they pushing Bernie? I'm sorry. So hard? What? Wait, you think you lost me? Steve Bannon is Steve pushing, Bannon is pushing yeah. Bernie Sanders yes. by saying, "Watch out for Bernie. Yes. We can't have Bernie." Yes, and like reverse psychology. Absolutely. I think you're looking a little no. too hard. No. I think Absolutely this is not. All this, this is their game, man. It's all making you mad. Look, Bernie. Nope. This is their game. I'm telling you. They're like, scared of Bernie because Bernie appeals. They don't say who they're scared about. No, absolutely not. They're, no, uh, no, no. There's something wrong. Something's wrong here. Bernie There's appeals. Some, there is smoke. Bernie the, is a populist like Donald ah, Trump. So if any ah, candidate is able to peel away voters or any two candidates are able to peel away voters from Donald Trump, it's Bernie Sanders and Michael Bloomberg. Bloomberg. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm not saying that. Be very cautious. It doesn't, it's, uh, I don't like the sound. I just want that on it's, the soundboard. No, I'm not saying that. Be cautious. <laughs> Do it. Grab it. Add it. I can't uh, believe you guys don't think that there's something fishy with that. 
I think I, you're getting paranoid. No. Uh, no, 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 no. Go back. Like, I've seen interviews with Bannon. I've seen it. Like, look at DJT's uh, um, tweets. Like, they don't, like, bash Bernie at all like they do other candidates. Like, they're like, oh, be afraid of this guy. Be afraid. It's like, because, why? Why? Wait, why? Af- why? Like, America should be afraid or, like, Republicans voters. should be afraid? No, like, voters should L- be afraid let me, of Bernie. Let me bring up this. I but see, they don't I bash see, him. I see what you're saying, Jason. But they don't me, bash him. Let me no. say this, though, Jason. Have you noticed that also uh, Donald Trump rarely bashes Nancy Pelosi because I feel like he doesn't bash people. He knows I can fuck him up. I think he does bash her. He bashes her a hell of a lot more than Bernie. Well, since he won quote unquote, no, I don't want to say one since he cheated his way out of an impeachment. Oh, he got impeached conviction. Okay. Conviction removal. Uh, all right. Anyway, just my thought. That's interesting. Why just we, be cautious. That's all I'm saying. I want you to. I didn't say it was he was Bernie's bad. I'm just saying, like, seems like something fishy. If, if this there. is really When's your the thought? last time a 95 year old with prostate cancer did you a favor? <laughs> <laughs> Worth his originals. Okay, that's all I'll say. Hey, don't and, knock those. Those are pretty tasty. <laughs> Ow, my and, hip. I, if you have that thought, you should really compile your thoughts into a segment for next week. That's an original idea. Uh, I want to. Can you? Uh, that sounds can't. brilliant. Can you bring us evidence for next week? I'm not going to promise that, but I will. Come on. It. I'm not going to promise it because if I don't do it, then I don't want to, you know, Just, back out on my word. But I, I will look into it hard. Okay, please do. Because that, that'd be interesting. I want to so hear. Hard. I really want to hear more about it. I'm, I know. I'm not even kidding. I want to hear why you want. He's fucking with me, isn't he? No, I'm not. I don't think so. Can no. we get Katie on the line, too? Does she believe this, too? Or I don't it, know if she believes this. This is just your thought. This is my thought. Okay, I really This want... thought came after I saw Bannon's interview with Bill Maher. I was like, fuck, something's weird here. Well, why don't you look something into it? Something does not feel right. Yeah, everything Stephen Bannon says is gross. <laughs> but no, but you look at. He's the... a gross man. Okay, so He's a... why is he saying that every, like they uh, voters should be afraid of burning? Like. That's my point. Like because yeah. they're Ugh. they're trying to scare people about the whole socialist thing. Because if you're over a certain age, you hear this word socialist, you think communist, and if you hear the word communist, you think Joseph Stalin. Sure. So and it's so dumb. I mean, that's a whole other show too. We can do Ugh. is like what is democratic socialism? Because I feel like we should talk about that. Um, it's not scary. I think that's, that's, what, a that's what we all term. want. Yeah. I think democratic socialism is a faulty term in general. So you do. That's I interesting do. to me. Me too. I, Cause I feel like socialism has just been vilified. It's time to switch it up. To something else. Populism. What is democratic populism or something. I don't know. What is democratic else. socialism? Like define that. I can define that right yeah. now. Okay. Uh, democratic socialism is the, all right. That's all we have for tonight. Why folks? would you cut him off? He, this that's is an joking. important message in my opinion. Democratic socialism is sorry. <laughs> Come on, I want to be done. I'm done. Okay, all so right. Done. Just let him define it real all quick. All right. Uh I didn't say it was gonna be quick. Uh oh, socialism um is the belief that the community should not necessarily uh own property or capital as communism does or that it should be a centrally controlled or uh, managed process but socialism is kind of a softer idea of that where people like uh, it's very strongly pro-union and uh, you know very progressive taxes and such and uh, the democratic part of that is the uh, belief that people should like through unions, for instance, be able to vote and control corporate interests. Pe- kind of. People would choose uh, what aspects of society should be socialized. So one way that you could apply is to pass a law and say that every industry has to be unionized and everybody has to be in a union and then give the unions control over corporate board of directors so that the employees are making the business decisions instead of the uh, or at least have a seat at the table. Yeah. That is one possible application of democratic uh, socialism, uh, but it's not a uh, single formula. It's an idea. Yeah. 
it's a belief in Marxism, but not authoritarianism applied democratically. And it's different from social Democrats, which are strong in like, that's like the Nordic model where uh, you're passing a lot of social programs, but uh, you're not giving people direct control of businesses or the economy kind of thing. Well, a lot to think about. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, all right. Good show. We'll see you guys next time. We appreciate it very much, Tim Apple. Oh, what's this? Zenny's 3D Virtual Try-On. Pretty cool, right? Wait, are those prices real? Do they have glasses for men? Yep, they also have affordable blue light glasses. Seriously? At those prices? Get them all. I like where this is going. Zenny.com. Prescription glasses starting at six ninety-five.